Welcome to the Script Bits podcast for Friday, 28th October 2022. Our bit today comes from 1 Timothy chapter 4, verse 7, which says, But refuse or reject profane and old wives' fables, and exercise thyself rather unto godliness. Oh, friends, finally, at long last, it's Friday, the day we all look forward to, because it means the end of our work week and all the frustrations and problems making a living in this crazy, strife-filled world tend to cause. And that's why this shout is heard all around the world on a Friday. TGIF, thank God it's Friday. And the weekend is finally at hand. No more labor for two whole big days. Wow! And we all note the sarcasm in the last sentence. What an entitled and ungrateful society we have become, lacking work ethic and responsibility. We want to live a good life with all the amenities available, but we don't want to work or do what's necessary to provide them. It's like the saying goes, we want what others have, but don't want to do what they did to get it. And the sad part is that Jesus told us so clearly that running down the things of the world is counterproductive because the same basic things are available through belief in him and his heavenly father. Plus with them, you'll also gain life eternal, while with Satan, it's eternal debt. So tell me now, what don't we understand about these words? But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. And we know that comes from Matthew 6.33. If you trust and rely on God, He will provide you with all the basic necessities of life, just like he does for the birds, the bees, the flowers, and all his other creations. Remember, you are his most wonderful and adored creation. So if he provides all the lesser creations need to survive and thrive, why will he refuse to do the same for his most prized creation? eh? None whatsoever. But We foolishly allow the devil to tempt us into running down the things of the world because they seem glamorous and glitter like gold and allowing him to sow doubt in our minds about the goodness and grace of God. But as a true believer, that is one thing you should never doubt because if you spend any time at all under his umbrella, you will have certainly seen several instances of his grace and mercy. However, unfortunately, it's only with the experience that's length of time you spend with someone that you truly get to know them. And that's how it is also with our great and generous God. The more time you spend with him, the better you get to know him and thus come to appreciate all his many marvelous attributes. Then and only then, you will see the lack of wisdom involved in following the deceitful and treacherous devil who only comes to steal and destroy. While Jesus came to save us, 
to give us life in abundance, so much so that it will overflow. And we know you can find that scripture in John 10, 10. And that's why Paul, in his first letter to Timothy, his young preacher associate, so seriously warned him against the things of the world when he tells him, but refuse or reject profane and old wise fables and exercise thyself rather unto godliness for bodily exercise profited little, but godliness is profitable unto all things, having promise of the life that now is and that which is to come. And that comes from 1 Timothy 4, verses 7 to 8. And that is certainly good advice, my people. For as the scholars tell us, we may read the verse, that's verse 7, thus, but avoid, sorry, but avoid profane and fabricated myths and exercise yourself to be godly. These false doctrines called myths are described as profane because they promote ungodliness and fabricated because they, like modern day soap operas, are silly and flighty in character. Not only must Timothy avoid false teaching, he must spare himself no pain and effort to be pious, because godliness does not come automatically. To attain holiness, he must be diligent in prayer, Bible study, obedience, fellowshipping with other believers, and Christian service. And you know what, my fellow believers, nothing has changed in that department. We nowadays still need to be diligent in our obedience, duty, fellowship, in prayer, and Bible study time. For that's the only way we can ever truly know the heart, desires, and will of our majestic and loving God. <laughs> and I'm sure the scholars belittling of soap operas won't sit well with some of you soap opera diehards. But it's the truth. Because they only prom they promote nothing but resentment, deceit, and a flighty worldwide, sorry, worldly lifestyle. That brings us to the scholars' comment on verse eight above. They say the verse may be paraphrased, for physical exercise is of limited value, but godliness, the, rest the result of spiritual exercise, has unlimited values since it brings blessings for both now and eternity. Oh, my people, what a way our world would be wonderfully improved if some of us would spend just a little less time on bodily exercise and use that safe time instead in spiritual improvement. And you know, the teeth and gyms and exercise policies are full to overflowing every day. Meanwhile, the churches sit empty. Now, what does that say about us? Eh? Simply that we regard and appreciate our frail, fragile, earthly bodies more than we do our omnipotent creator. And that, and that obviously doesn't bode well for our society in the long term, because without godly vision and practices, a society flounders and eventually fails. And unfortunately, we are currently seeing and experiencing 
that telltale floundering in our mishmash and godly world. However, though, it's not too late to make a change, a change for the better, but it all begins with sincere prayer. So, if you are sincere about trying to improve the world for our descendants, then please join me in offering up our Friday chant to await in heaven as one voice. Oh Lord, thanks for getting me safely through this past week. You know it's been rough. What with all the anxiety, the confusion and havoc that the several viruses and our many other problems are causing. We can't seem to fix it on our own, Lord. That means we desperately need your help. Oh, Heavenly Father, with your omnipotent help and our trusting faith, we know that we can stand strong and steadfast and defeat both the viruses and the simmering unrest in our land. So, Lord, we sincerely ask you today to give the governments and those involved in the forefront of this serious and unexpected storm the wise guidance to handle the situation properly with the least amount of loss to life and property as possible. And please help those of us who must go to work amidst all the confusion to be responsible and to stay safe and avoid any more serious setbacks. And Lord, we fervently pray that you will use this situation to bring a lot of backsliders back to your fold, show them the error of their ways, and please introduce a whole new flock who will embrace your love and compassion by the example that we, your faithful believers, set. Yes, Lord, please use this pandemic, the discontent and dissatisfaction in our land that's threatening to boil over as a means of restoring faith in you so that our sinful world can wake up and smell the coffee, wake up and smell it sweet and strong. And we pray this in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now, my fellow believers, let's get busy now with all the things we need to do if we are going to improve our world as soon as possible. Much love. And the postscript for today says, Worldly pleasures last but for a moment, but godliness gives grace for eternity, and that's the gospel truth, my people. The worldly stuff we enjoy only lasts for a little while or even for as long as we are alive here. But what we need is grace and mercy so that when we go to eternity, we'll have lots of rewards and otherwise to live it out. Because remember, eternity is a long while, you know. It's not like the life we live here for 100 or 70 years or whatever. So please, let's wake up and realize what's happening. We can't depend on the world and the stuff it's offering. We have to live for Jesus. That's the only sensible thing we can do. And please, let's go there today and live for him. Let our light shine the way he wants them to shine so that others will come to know and love him like we do. And we pray that in his mighty name. Amen. Please have a blessed Friday, my people. Much love.